Welcome to On Course, the teaching ministry of Pastor Hart Ramsey, where we offer simple biblical insight into some of life's most pressing issues. What have I told you that a lot of the pain and difficulty and adversity you're experiencing is simply God aligning your now so you could be prepared for your tomorrow. Prepare for the next few minutes to be encouraged, enlightened, and inspired. Let's join Pastor Ramsey and get on course. What's going on, family? It's your man, Gerard Bonner of Bonnerfied Radio, and this is On Course with Hart Ramsey. Happy New Year, everybody. We're back, and good Lord, there's a lot to talk about. Of course, you know who I am, but really, you're not here for me. You're here for Pastor Hart Ramsey, Pastor Hart, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Gerard. I love the way you say Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just what? saying, like, you know, there's, um, I saw a meme that said, uh, you know, they were talking about the New Year 2021, and they were saying, I don't know if I like it or not, because it's really saying 2021. One. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, Lord, did they really win? But uh, gosh, we have so much to talk about. First of all, how, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. Listen, I have, this feels like December, what, the 40th? I mean, it's, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, like, seriously. It's like 2020, 2020 was like, I'm not going away. I won nope. the election, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it's like that season that it's supposed to be gone. It's like, not quite yet. I got one more thing for you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what in the world? Well, you know, most may not realize um, we are creeping up this month, actually, on the four-year anniversary of this podcast, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. Wow. Is, yeah, four years. And strangely enough, um, of all the things that we've talked about, one of the consistent themes, of course, has been Donald Trump. Um, as, you know, the podcast started when he was inaugurated. And yeah. uh, a lot of things have happened. Well, the election uh, seemingly brought us a new president. And th <laughs> the term is seemingly. A lot of things have happened with all of this, man, kind of where are you in terms of how you're feeling about all of this? Because, you know, it's just been a lot. It's yeah. been a lot. And every day there's something new to process. Well, you know, I think for the people who saw this coming, I'm surprised. There's so many pieces to this. Yes. So, so, so we're going we're gonna to revisit that. But then there's the, the church piece, because I'm always focused on the church. Yes that these great leaders, these prophetic voices, these guys with eyes who've built these incredible mega ministries with their own brand of doctrine, whether we agree with it or not, yeah. all of a sudden they're blind as bats. And so in 2016, 2015, they're supporting, endorsing this guy. And I kept saying, what are you doing? I, kept, right. I lost relationship with so many of them over this. And I knew, and we listen, it was headed here from the beginning. It was. It was so. See, nothing about this surprises me. What is what is eerie is, and I believe, Gerard. I don't know when this is going to air. Yeah. But I believe, and I've been seeing this spiritually. There's going to be a, a skirmish on American soil, such as we've never seen in our lives. Wow. And I'm telling you, there'll be loss of life. Wow. I'm wow. telling you, and, and and it's nothing to be afraid of. Because let me add to the rest of that. I believe it's going to be brief. It's going to be contained, but it's going to be shocking. Wow. Just like, like the, uh, the 6th of January. Yeah, which I'm still trying to process that, to be perfectly honest. But I guess since we're here, let's, let's talk about it. Because the images coming from it were just 
just breathtaking. Um, It did not look like anything that would happen uh, on American soil at the Capitol. Um, And then there is this kind of conflict, right? There's on the one side, there are many people who are saying, like, I can't believe that this is America. And then there's another side that's saying, oh, absolutely, this is America. Let's talk a bit about how we should process what we saw on January 6th. We we will get back to 2020 in a second, but how do we process this? Because, you know, a lot of people saw these images. That night produced the single largest rating for CNN ever, um, which is saying something given all the things that's been going on. How should we be processing what happened on January 6th? Because it was a lot. Um, it It was both a revelation and a prophecy. Hmm. It revealed there there is a contingency of Americans that they they say they live in this group think mm. what they believed what they've been believing for twenty years. I'm reading a book right now called um, uh, "Bring the War Home." Okay, it's about white power, and here's what we do wrong: we think that white nationalists and white evangelicals and white supremacy that they're all the same thing. They're not. They all fall under the umbrella of white power. Wow. But the white power movement. And one of the first things I learned in, in the introduction of this book is that um, many of them don't know it, but the, um, that's where they get the term patriots from. The ah. white power movement calls its, its uh, subscribers, its followers, its, its, uh, the people who believe like they believe, they call them patriots. Yeah. Many people who are involved don't even know that. I, I, I made it, some people aware of that. Mm-hmm. But, but January the 6th showed us, number one, um, the power of, of a president who has done egregious things for years and have not been checked. Now right. you feel like not checkable. Number two, it sh- it, you saw a, a, a display of white privilege such as you've never, that is the white privilege like on steroids. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you got this. There's a, a hashtag, the no fly list. That yes. is have you seen it? It's hilarious. Okay, so on this hashtag, these people thought that they would come to Washington, D.C., attend a rally, um, overthrow the Capitol, kill some mm-hmm. senators, hang the vice president, and then fly back home and go back to work the next day. They, they, they are totally shocked. Amazing. That speaks to how, but but it, uh, it, then the other part, some other contingencies, what the pastors have been preaching. I've been recommending this book um, called The Civil War as a Theological Crisis. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pastors think I'm just telling, they got to read that book. Yeah. The Civil War, the first American Civil War does not happen if the pastors were not preaching what they were preaching. They gave them theological leverage and theological license to do this. They, they gave them language. Mm. And so, so they, they showed them, they, they made them believe in the scripture that this is what God wanted. Trump yeah. is doing what Trump is doing because they keep telling him he's God's chosen. He's Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. He's Cyrus, and so he's trying to live out the part. They're telling him oh, the Lord definitely said you're going to serve a second term. So his thing is, there's no way I lost the election because God said I'm going to serve a t- second term. When God is not even studying this guy. Right. So I, Okay, so there's that. And uh, now specifically about January the 6th. It, it exposes to the world. I served in the military for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Five of those years, I was in Germany. Okay. The world sees America as a citadel of liberty. We are 
we are the prototype. We are what people attain to. We got to become like American Liberty. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it embarrassed us. Yes. It uncovered us. And there are weak nations around the world that were thinking they're going to, they, uh, they, they want to try us, but they didn't think they'll succeed. I think the mind has changed. Wow. Their minds have changed because they, they saw America as a weaker nation than she really is. Our capital was overrun. It comes out later on, Gerard, that some of the capital police were in on it. Yes. I saw one, one uh, person did an entire um, Twitter thread, 22 tweets, and mm-hmm. a part of it was this, this family says, we go, to, we go to these protests all the time. And mm-hmm. we always do. We, wow. we know that, I guess they live around D.C. And they said they go to them all the time just to watch. Yeah. And they said what was surprising this time was the lack of security, the lack of policemen, the lack of national guards, the lack of um, D.C. Metro. They mm-hmm. had nothing there. It was planned. Yes. It was planned. So, so what I say about it on, from a spiritual point of view, a spiritual point of view is th- this is a weakening, weakening of the nation. In the four years of this podcast, I've said a couple of times mm-hmm. that when I read the book of Revelation, I don't see America there. It doesn't mean we're destroyed. Don't freak out. Mm-hmm. What it means is we probably are not the powerhouse that we have once been known to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I can certainly see that. And it's funny within maybe minutes of watching things on January 6th, I immediately said, this was planned. Oh, yeah. And, and I hope some people don't get offended by what I'm about to say, but our Caucasian counterparts are not that spontaneous. <laughs> They're not. I mean, if they were, they'd still be ruling jazz and they'd still be, you know, doing all. The- they are very, very planned. They are very calculated. So this was a well-calculated effort to get 30,000 people to do this. Yeah. And again, uh, the, the coordinated side of it is, uh, you know, you, you visited uh, the Capitol and, and I visited D.C. and several places. You don't just get to walk up those stairs. No. You, you don't get to do that. So no. the fact that, I mean, I turn on the TV and people are all over the stairs. People have found their way in the building. I mean, it, it was unlike anything I've ever seen. And so now I've got to ask the question, what do we do with this additional piece of information? 2020 showed us a lot. Mm -hmm. Going into 2021, now we see that some of the things that we saw in shows like Scandal and House of Cards, which talked about these inside jobs, was not just an entertainment thing. No, It was a real thing. How do we process that for those of us particularly living in America, how do we process that and, and what should we believe about this country? Okay, so I want to go back to the election to answer this yes. question. Mm-hmm. The first thing we have to be clear about is our electoral system is too big on a national level to be tampered with the way they're saying it was tampered with. It takes too many people to pull it off. And to be honest with you, um, the, the, the party that would, that would have gained from this did not have that many people in place. That's number one. Most of the judges who threw out the 62 attempts of Donald Trump and his people to overthrow the election, most of the judges were, and I'm talking about 70, 80% were appointed by, they were Republicans. Yes. 
Yes. They just had no evidence of it because there was no widespread election fraud. It just wasn't. It was right. not. They, this election was more secure than any other election in the history of America. That's, it was, and the numbers, the, there's a number ratio that they, they measure that by. It's, just, it's a matrix that they, they're measuring by. It's metrics, yeah. so to speak. Okay? Mm -hmm. So there's that. I, I think what we need to gather about America is America is not at um. Our, our, our systems are not functioning the way they were designed to. Hmm. I'll say it like this. Used to be, you could not tell a lie in a high office and not be super checked. I'm talking about over, the responsibility was overt. Nixon was impeached for less than Trump did in his first year. Very true. It's true. Um, the fear amongst the our lawmakers, the fear, matter of fact, uh, what it says about what what all this says about our country is that is that we are now at the weakest point we've ever been, mm -hmm. and it's because the, the same people that colonized this land think they could colonize God. Wow! 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 Yes. Wow! In their minds, they've already colonized God. So it doesn't make us, in, 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 especially again, I'm speaking to the church, these prophets and these pastors is that uh, when they came, here's how colonizing works. We come with, with a motivation of avarice or greed. We, we take what we want. Mm -hmm. We destroy the, the original owners or, or subjugate them. And then we change the narrative. So we change history. Mm -hmm. Revisionist history. Mm -hmm. so that's what we do. That's what they're doing. So, yeah. the, uh, so they're, that's what they're trying to do with God. But the problem is that God is not going to let them go for, uh, or get away with this. Our nation right now... Um, I'm going to say this, even if they get Donald Trump out of office, and they will, mm -hmm. they're 70, I don't, I don't believe it's 75. Mm -hmm. I believe it's right at 70, 65, 70 million people. I, th I think that Donald Trump is so freaked out also because he tried to steal the election and it didn't work. Sure, sure. I believe that. Sure. So I, so I believe that you have to count between 60 and 70 million people who think like that. Mm -hmm. and, and, and they work with us, Joe Rod. They hang around yes. us. My next door neighbor has a 15-year-old son mm -hmm. that goes out in the yard every day and shoots his AR-15. He's 15 years old. Whoa. And, and his mom is right that she says nothing. And just know, I got a little arsenal in my house. And I, my thing is, that, um, the, um, you know, my wife is concerned. People around are concerned. I said, I'm not concerned because the first time he pointed in my direction, he's going to get dropped like a bad, hob bad mm -hmm. hob habit. Yeah. Because, because to, to them, it's just... It's their right to be wrong. Our, our nation right now, it, uh, we talk about reconciliation. Reconciliation is not a simple uh, uh, process. It's not a simple uh, thing to attain because it takes those five steps. There's first confrontation. Then out of that comes a conversation. Then there has to be uh, contrition. In other words, the person has to see, they have to own or face their wrong. Yeah. And after, after contrition, you get to a place where there's a, a commitment to change. And then after that, there's community, new community. A new community is birthed out of this. It's a five-step process. Wow. Uh, the commitment to change would also involve a, a commitment to reparations, a commitment to restitution. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there's so much. And we, we, we listen, we have not mastered step one, which is the confrontation. Right. So right. what this, this thing has taught me, um, and, and then there's so much, and I'm, if I'm all over the place, just charges in my head, it's been a minute. It's okay. A pandemic started in March 15th. Yes. Right around March 15th. The mishandling of that pandemic to date has killed over 300,000, I think 327,000 Americans. Like 375 is the last Three, It's 375. Okay, my number's yeah. wrong. So yeah, to yeah, get yeah. this, 300, because one man 
cannot get over his little feeling because he's what and and the and I'm gonna tell you the aggravating part is not the world. I understand how people think. I've dealt with people who, you know, black and white because it's not just white people. Right. Right. This them MAGA hats on black people to black idiots. Yeah. But the thing that gets me is this. Um, is is that as as bad as this guy is, they find a theological way to explain. Does that aggravate you? Does it yeah. not aggravate you that they always find a way to say, like I had someone come on my Instagram page today to rebuke me, wow. told me that God was disappointed with me because I spoke ill of the president. Wow. wow. I told him, I said, get off my page yeah. before I cuss you because my thing is, yeah. yeah. If, as long as the church is using scripture to try to justify a behavior like that. Mm-hmm. Most of the people involved in, in this movement, Gerard, claim Christianity as their yes. faith. Yes, yes. That's, in, in a nutshell, that's our country. Our country, we, listen, no one in the world takes our faith seriously. Mm. Um, no one takes our money seriously anymore. Right. Um, no one takes our national security seriously. If we're dumb enough to elect a Donald Trump, and don't think that the nations of the world during this four-year window did not seize the opportunity to compromise us from a, 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 a espionage point of view. Sure, sure. They've been harvesting information, and 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 uh, we he's weakened our, our spy agencies. He's weakened our national defense. He's weakened our Congress. It's, it's a mess. More of our heart-to-heart conversation is on the way. Stay tuned. Imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book titled Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer. Prayer at first was a struggle because, you know, it, it really takes faith to pray. You have to you have to trust that God is like a person, he's a real person, and that he's the one that invented the concept of prayer. In this book, you'll learn how to ensure your relationship with God is based on a new and improved covenant, which dangerous prayer habits to avoid, and what to do when prayer doesn't yield the answers you want. It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about Him. Yes. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Hart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. Why, oh, yeah! Have you subscribed to Hart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you can hear from the heart of God by way of the man of God. Pastor Hart Ramsey. To receive this daily encouragement, text the word UPLIFT to the number 334-310-4278. Again, text the word UPLIFT to the number 334-310-4278. Uplift your spirit, encourage your heart, and empower your walk. Subscribe today to Hart Ramsey's UPLIFT. Stay connected with Pastor Hart Ramsey on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hart Ramsey. Let's go back into today's Heart to Heart conversation featuring Pastor Hart Ramsey. It is a mess. It's, it's a complete mess. And the scary thing is 
for most of us who haven't done our homework, we forget that organizations like the Ku Klux Klan were all heavily steeped in Christianity. Those who believed in slavery and brought us to this country were steeped in Christianity. Mm -hmm. Those who went over to Africa to take folks and those who came over to this country, it was all steeped in Christianity. Yes. um, Which is cause for a lot of concern. Yeah. It's cause for a lot of concern. Couple that with what has happened, certainly here in America, when you talk about black people, uh, we as people of color have been trained to believe that whiteness equals rightness. And that, of course, has seeped in. And it's so, to me, it's so funny that really over the last five to 10 years, there's also been this um, uh, congruent debate about CCM versus gospel, mm-hmm. white church versus black church. Like mm-hmm. it's all been happening at the same time to where so many have adopted. Uh, the thought processes of predominantly Caucasian churches, those same spaces who, while most of our spaces have still not returned to gathering, several of theirs have. Those are the folks who are coming out with these clips, you know, praying for African angels to show up and, you know, praying curses on people as we've been seeing as of late. So here's the question now, because I think 2020 and 2021 already are forcing us as believers to make some decisions perhaps that we didn't want to make in terms of, do I believe what I see coming out of these church spaces Mm -hmm. or not? The question is, what do we do with that information? Does that mean that we separate ourselves from these uh, church spaces that are spewing this kind of venom? Do we try to reconnect with these people do we eat the meat leave the bone what do we do because clearly all of us are not the same right you know uh this is the thing gerard you cannot ever underestimate the power of deception Mm. And, and here's why um when you look when you go back to genesis in the garden yeah satan did not do anything uh the, the murder of 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 abel happened as a result of um, Adam and Eve being ashamed and in fear happened as a result of everything that death came into the earth as a result of what's the first thing that happened to earth. It wasn't that Eve disobeyed God is that a deceiver came into the picture. Mm. And Mm. I've made a statement and I, I want this statement to live on in perpetuity. If there's a deceiver in your ear, you Mm. always believe a lie. Wow. And wow. and that's the thing is that the, um, Donald Trump, the church, did not. I believe that the church, the, the Caucasian church, and I speak of the Caucasian church, and I want to clarify myself. And I'm not biting my tongue. Mm-hmm. I call them plantation churches. Yeah, wow. Where there is, is is predominantly white leadership, and because it's set up like a like a wonderful corporation, a white ministry friend of mine told me, he said, "Hart, you can't compete with these people. You don't have the money to do it." Mm. He mm. said, "You don't." He said they have all kind of uh, all kind of, of data harvesting systems, and they know what's what, and they they come into your community. He said when they come into your community, it's like Walmart moving in or Amazon. He said you can't compete. You're like a wow. mom and pop shop compared to them. Wow. You see what I'm saying? But but when you have these people up there, and and perception is everything. Mm-hmm. The Bible says I think in the book of Hebrews that the person who builds the house is greater than the house. Wow. 
listen to that. That's, that's a, wow. a law. The person that builds the house is greater than the house. So you come into this opulent structure and you look around all these moving parts, all these wonderful screens and lights and, 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 and you can see money everywhere. And this guy walks out, he's the main guy and he tells you that God said Donald Trump is his man. Mm. You, well, you're not just hearing, you're just not hearing his voice, you're hearing his greatness. Mm. The building is speaking to you, the chairs, the music ministry that was just up there, all the gifted and talented people who spoke before him, who are submitted to him, that's what you're hearing. Wow. That pressurized deception can, can, can fabricate a belief system, in, especially in people of color, or, or, or a black person, a Latino person, or a person who sees themselves as less than, or a poor white, or even an educated white who wants to be, a, uh, who wants to be associated with this kind of greatness or grandeur. Mm-hmm. It's easy for them to be deceived, and it becomes their doctrine. And, and here's the thing about deception. Deception has the ability to dismiss what it's seeing. Yes, yes, you could, yes. I mean, you look right at it. The enemy says, did God say? And he said, you won't surely die. He said, what God does know is in the, in the day you eat thereof, you'll be just like him. Mm-hmm. And, and let me tell you this. If, if someone can speak ill of the Lord when they were, this is the very beginning of right. mankind. So, so how many years has it now been perfected? The danger of, of being in a church where a person means you no good, or if they, if they do mean you good, they see you as a, as a customer or a client. They see you as a patron, someone who, who actually is buying their goods and services, their ministry. And, and, and um, their, their, their entire wealth package is built on, on the allegiance of people like, like you and me. Mm-hmm. And what and listen, I will say to everyone that's of color, or, or who saw through this thing, get out of those spaces now. Yeah. Make If the only way they can hear from God is through pain, then make them hurt. Wow. I'll say it from this perspective. If the, if the, if, um, like, do you see some of the prophets who wrote letters of apology? There's only two or three. Oh, okay. They wrote letters of apology saying that they I missed God. I haven't seen those. Wow. Yes, I think Jeremiah Johnson is one. Chris, okay. Chris Valton was another one. Um, saying that they miss God. Now I'm gonna tell you something. Now they, and the one guy said he's hurt because he's embarrassed, and and that's it's not always a bad thing. That if 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 your, um, the Bible says that godly sorrow leads to repentance. We're not talking about the shame or disgrace. We're talking about the sorrow part of it. Yeah. It leads it leads you to a change of thinking, and because of the impact, because of the pain, the hurt that comes from it, the hurt mm-hmm. actually helps you. Yeah. Um, it, it, like, like to me, I'm gonna call it out. To me, the, the pastor of Church of the Highlands got off easy. Mm. He did. Because he'd been, he was following the stuff, and when he was outed for doing it, here's the part bothered me. He didn't even, he, he didn't, you know, he just like, he came across like a person that's still learning. Well, I'm still learning. No, you're not. Come on. You, y'all going for that? He's still learning? He built, he has all these churches. There is a, they bring in their organization. Bring in in one month what your church will take 10, 20 years to bring in. These guys aren't just learning. Right. I, I've been around them. They're brilliant. They're geniuses. Yes. He's just not learning. He, no, yes. he's not. Well, well, I didn't know. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. They did. Gerard, I'm telling you, what I find is I am too through. Yes. We, we can't wait this long to do podcasts because I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's like they're lying. Yes. They're yeah. lying. They don't know. Yes, you do know. Yeah. 
and and I think as a, as a, as believers, especially for people of color, we need to educate ourselves. I, I'm reading. Let me let me hold this up. I'm seeking a short to the saints. Yeah. I, I have here um all the books I'm reading. Okay. Um, I'm gonna see. Can I find him for a minute? Let me see. So let me see my library right quick. So of course, um, there's bring bring the war home. I mentioned that. Yes. Um, there's um how to fight racism wow. by Jamar Tisby, the Civil War as a the- theological crisis. Yeah. Then I have a book in here called Quiet: The Power of, of Introverts in a, in a World That Can't Stop Talking. Oh, that's you all day. <laughs> yeah. Then I have the mystery. Yeah, you see, I'm misreading scripture with individualistic eyes. Wow. I, I mean, um, what's another one? Master Emotions. There's so many books in here. Uh, uh, um, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was a pastor who was executed for, for this, the, the accusal of a conspiracy to kill Hitler. Wow. Oh, I, I'm reading all of these books. Um, um, uh, building a discipling culture. The book Rage, Bob Woodward's, Woodward's book about Donald Trump. Um, mm. I got so many books. I've educated myself on um, educating myself on how this thing is working, how these people are thinking. Um, misquoting Jesus is another book I have in here. Uh, um, what's this? A white privilege unmasked. Mm. Um, what's this one? There's, there's so many more. I could keep going on and on. But these books are books that I'm reading to, to kind of get my mind around what I'm seeing yeah. and what we're experiencing. And this thing about this, I'm going to tell you, Gerard, this is what I believe about right now, the most dangerous entity to be, if you can disconnect, I'll recommend that you disconnect from a wrong church before you disconnect from the Republican Party. That's how dangerous, the church right now, Whoa. the church, because in the book of Revelation, we always talk about the Antichrist, but what we don't talk about is the false prophet. They're not the same. Right. Remember, there was, there was, there was actually um, the Antichrist, and then there was the beast. Right. So, so, so you, have these, you have these two people. These two people there's a secular um, um, government, and there's a religious um, um, priesthood. Or, or the, one is the polit- politician, the other one is the priest, or the um, religious leader, or the prophet. Mm-hmm. And they work in tandem together. Yeah, the, the Christian church has been neutralized right now because we have the, the voices that are speaking up are not the big voices. Right. You got to get out of them churches. Get out of them. Come out of her. She, I mean, they're compromised. Wow. I, I mean, it, there's so much to that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's no way to organize it. We just there have to isn't. go. We just have to go. You know, because... Yeah, my brain is is like all over the place because the concern about this, and I'm just thinking, you know, when people come into churches, uh, they don't think about, you know, all of the mechanics of church, et cetera. When a person walks into a church, nine times out of 10, it's because they're looking for something. Yeah. And they're usually looking simply for Jesus, for help, whatever. And the scary part about that is because they usually don't have, uh, particularly someone who is new to the faith, doesn't have any introduction to God, to church life, to religion, whatever you tell them, they believe. Yeah. And then what ends up happening is even as we grow in our faith, because we so don't want to miss God, we tend to believe 
whatever the preacher or authority figure in a house will tell us. Yeah. And that belief can change based on where we end up aligning ourselves. So, you know, one of the unique things that you hear if you ever go from a predominantly African-American church to a predominantly Caucasian church is you are a Christian first Mm. and then you are your race or and then you are a man or woman, which that truth and i say that in quotes is designed to minimize your ethnicity your Mm -hmm. sex um and and how god created you and i mentioned all of that as a backdrop to what you're saying because all of it is a design to subjugate you and to keep you suppressed so that you don't ultimately seek out uh the true understanding of who god is and be able to confront these off things that Mm. people are saying. Before we wrap up this session, I want to ask an interesting question based on something you just said. Mm. You just rattled off probably about 10 books (laughs) that you're currently reading. How important is it to read books other than the Bible? Listen, first of all, worldview. The Bible will give you a worldview only if you can see the world. Wow, wow, wow. The problem with a lot of people, watch this, you know, the word, I know most of the people who have been deceived in this in this move of, of this new neo-Nazi, um, neo-white power, neo-white nationalist, neo-far-right extremist movement right. are people who claim to know the scripture the most. Look at Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. I used to study his faith books. Look, look at, I mean, it's, it's just Mike Murdoch who, who teaches on wisdom. Here, let me show you something. So the issue is, they, they and, and the, um, I, I got to say this. And the first thing they quit to say is unity. When, when, when there's no way to defend his garbage, mm-hmm. unity. Right. Because, and they do that because they don't want to speak to what he's doing because they don't want to take what he, they want to hold everything up against the light of scripture except what they're doing on, and allowing what, what the, the person, uh, the party they support is doing. Right. Uh, abortion is an issue. Yes, it is an issue. And I don't agree with abortion, but you know what I don't agree with either? I don't agree with a, a government that's set up the way that, that they're saying the government's supposed to be set up. It's built on avarice and greed and all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I believe is important is if, if something is happening and you don't know the history of it, find a book with the history. Yes. The, the, for example, the book, The Color of Compromise by mm-hmm. Jamar Tisby. And I love Jamar Tisby because he's writing from, he's very, very um, uh, facts and truth oriented, but he's a man of color. So he's, and then he's a believer. Yeah. So you find a book, like, for example, I had to go back and reread this whole civil rights, I mean, civil war era, antebellum, coming the civil war into reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like, like people talk about like the Ku Klux Klan was the only reason it was born was to stop uh, freed slaves from, from prospering. December 23rd, 1865. These are, these are important things that I think all of us should know. Yes. Most white people who, who mean well, who, who's standing with black people, it, they're freaked out when they hear the history. Because yes. the history has been revised and really it's there. They just don't care to study it. Right. And what bothers me about it is if they, if they knew the history, they would know what they were looking at right now. The reason none of this stuff is really freaking me out is because I read the history and I said, oh, this has happened before. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you this right now. 
if it was not for the Southern Baptist Church in the United States of America, the Confederate Army or the Confederate uh, states of the United States who had formed would have never attacked Fort Sumter, South Carolina. The Civil War would have never started. It was a sermon, it was a series of sermons preached over a period of time by some crooked and greedy slave-owning uh, um, ministers who want to keep their wealth that that empowered and triggered these men to be bold enough mm. to, to attack the, the uh, United States. And that's wow. what they did, they attacked the United States. With the, with the Confederate mindset and the, and the cornerstone statement of, of, of the Confederacy, I've said this before, is that the whole premise is we want to establish a nation where, where whites are considered uh, ruling and, and, and blacks are in a servile class. They were designed to serve us. That's where the wealth came from. Gerard, that's where it came from. So I think, yeah, you read the Bible. But you, re I read, listen, and I study the Bible every day. I make a, a listen, I, I have a Bible study every single day. I preach three to four times a week, but I make time to read these books. Why? Because the information that they give uh, uh, make the scripture make sense. Yes. The word has to be made flesh. It has to, be, has to dwell among us. It has to become incarnate for us to know or to see it working. They have all, all these people have all these knowledge, Gerard, and they were, they were deceived just like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Trump deceived them, and, and you know what's the funny thing? He's not particularly smart. He's not. I'm like, oh my! If an idiot could deceive you, what about a brilliant deceiver? Frightens me. That that's the part that frightens me because I'm, I don't want to believe that the people who are this deceived are just not that intelligent. But to <laughs> me, I'm just thinking to myself, how do you believe this guy? How do you believe this stuff? Which leads me to believe that I don't know that they really believe it as much as it is, you know, when you want to hold on to something because it has some degree of advantage to you, yeah. you will defend it until the death because it continues to promote your advantage. Yeah. And so that really is, I think, the story that as to why these seemingly intelligent people will allow themselves to be deceived because there's something in it for them that they're not willing to lose. And, and they can't admit it. And they're not willing to lose it. And, and, and that's a lie in itself. Yes. The lie is that the pie is so small mm. that if we allow these other people to get some, we won't have it. What, that's a lie. It is a lie. You know, uh, um, they're blaming, you know, if you, I tell you, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. If you go back and study Nazi Germany, Mm -hmm. it, Hitler, do you know that uh, um, I was thinking, I think it's either Trump's sister or his. Oh, his sister put out that book? Right. You, yeah. it, Mary it, Trump, I think. Right. Is, yeah. Do you know he had Hitler's playbook next to his, um, his, his, on his bed, on his nightstand next to his bed? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If you, I'm on record, it, both in my pulpit and on podcasting, saying to people that the Spirit of God told me in, in, in 2016, January, we were on a 21-day fast, and the Spirit of God told me to watch this. It was a documentary on World War II. I couldn't get away. Remember that? I remember could not that. Get away from, Gerard, I could not get away from watching. And so I go to watch this thing, and for 14 episodes, it, it lays out how, how Hitler... Um, moved to, to try to take over the world, and when I, so and I'm like, why did I watch it? Then a couple of days later, the Spirit of God says, 
what you're seeing now is that same spirit because mm. Trump, uh, Trump has a history. I was like, no, he doesn't. He's American. Mm. So I went Google it. Trump's father mm. is is they're Germans. Wow. They're Germans. Oh, Trump's man. grandfather was alive during the time of Hitler. It's the same spirit with a different face. And and why why can't people see that? Because the people who are who are have bought into Trump had mm -hmm. they, they they settled for the same lie. The hatred was there. He just provoked it. Just yes. stirred it up. So, Holy cow. Yeah. Well, folks, we're back. <laughs> And this is what happened. So uh, we definitely want to hear your questions. I know there are many. I know there are many comments, uh, lots of ways to reach out to us. You can uh, hit us up via social media and use the hashtags either heart to heart or on course. Um, yeah, either of those will work. And uh, certainly you can reach out to Pastor Hart at Hart Ramsey on all of his socials. Uh, and uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast because needless to say, there's a lot more to say. And we're going to say it. All right. Until yeah, next time. <laughs> Keep hanging out, guys, with us. And uh, join us next time as we get on course with Hart Ramsey. <laughs>